global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet, and we do have the folks from the group Girls Who Invest ringing that closing bell as we wrap up trading on this Friday, June 10th, 2016. A down day, a down week, and we are brought to you by National Realty. 30% returns on cash in rented real estate. Find them at nria.net. Stocks retreated. S&P 500 index having its steepest drop in about two months amid caution over tepid global growth and a series of looming events, including next week's Fed meeting, that have the potential to spur renewed market turbulence. Now, for the week, we did see the S&P 500 index drop by 0.14%. Today, that index was down nine-tenths of 1%, ending the week, heading into the weekend at 2,096, down today by 19 points. Dow Industrials fell 118 points down seven tenths of one percent to 17,865. NASDAQ down 1.3 percent dropping 64 points to 48.94. Apple's next iPhone will use modems from Intel replacing Qualcomm chips in some versions of the new handset, a move by the world's most valuable public company to diversify its supplier base. Anand Srivanasan is a semiconductor and hardware analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence. He was interview today right here on Taking Stock. The Apple supply chain seems to be getting more complicated from a supplier base as well as the number of components and the number of suppliers that go into it. So um, it's interesting um, because Apple thus far has only had three specific types of the iPhone um, for each version. And now it's it's likely to get a little bit more complicated than that. On a down day for the rest of the market, Intel up three tenths of one percent. Apple was down eight tenths of one percent. Gold up four forty the ounce, picking up four tenths of one percent. Crude down three point two percent, forty eight ninety six a barrel. Four oh two on Wall Street. Now let's take a look at some of the other stories making news. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Hillary Clinton has given her first speech since being endorsed Thursday by President Obama. She addressed the Planned Parenthood Action Fund in Washington. We reached a milestone together this week, thanks to you and people all over our country. For the first time, a woman will be a major party's nominee for President of the United States. Earlier today, Mrs. Clinton met with Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren, who endorsed her yesterday. House Speaker Paul Ryan called Donald Trump's attack of a federal judge a textbook definition of racism. Still, the Speaker continues to support the presumptive Republican nominee. Ryan spoke to ABC News. Suggesting that a person can't do their job because of their race or ethnicity, that's not that, that's not a politically incorrect thing to do. That's just a wrong thing to say. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell tells Bloomberg Politics Trump's attacks on ethnic groups and other Republicans need to end. He says that Trump needs to pick an experienced running mate because, quote, he doesn't know a lot about the issues. In Louisville, Kentucky, a memorial service is underway for the late boxing legend Muhammad Ali, who died last week at the age of 74. Among those speaking today, Aaron Hatch, the Republican senator from Utah. He spoke of his friendship with Ali, a friendship between a man of the Muslim faith and a man of the Mormon faith. Senator Hatch said that Ali told him God gave him Parkinson's, quote, to remind me always that I am human. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists and more than 150 news bureaus around the world. 
From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Charlie? And we thank you. And Dan Gilbert, founder of Quicken Loans and owner of the Cavaliers basketball team and AT&T have each bid about $5 billion for Yahoo's core business, patents, and real estate assets. This according to people with knowledge of the matter. Again, recapping a down Friday with the S&P falling 19 points to 2096, down nine-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates emotion. I feel the earth. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers and shakers. They cost a little more, but that name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Moving and shaking. Yes, stocks are lower today. And if we tell you the S&P 500 is down, you know, about a percent, 0.9, that's one thing. But if we tell you that only five, only 55 share prices closed higher, 449 closed lower one unchanged. You get a sense of just how definitive this downturn was as this week comes to an end. Joining me now, Dave Wilson. He is our Bloomberg News Stocks editor, and he's going to kick off the movers and the shakers. And indeed, if you uh, kind of look at the Dow Industrials instead of the S&P 500, you see seven stocks close higher, and the third best performer among them was Intel. And shares had good reason to rise. The chipmaker scored its first major contract in the mobile phone business. People familiar with the matter said the company will replace Qualcomm as the supplier of some modem chips for the next generation of Apple's iPhone. Intel's chips will go into phones on AT&T's network and others with similar technology. Uh, Qualcomm's keeping the contract uh, for Verizon's uh, network and also uh, for mobile phones in China. Well, all that uh, added up to a three-tenths of a percent gain for Intel. Not much, but on down day, certainly notable. And Qualcomm shares fell 2.1%. Well, uh, a pretty sizable loss for Urban Outfitters today, Dave, about 5.7% to $26 and change. In fact, it's the worst decline it suffered in just about seven months. Pretty straightforward. They warned of a sales decrease this quarter and has renewed concerns about just a steady slowdown at this once very thriving retail chain. Same store sales are falling by a percentage in the middle single digits in the second quarter, percentage point that is, which runs through July. Company said in May that second quarter sales were slowing compared with the previous period. But at that time, the CEO was blaming an unseasonably cool spring for the slowdown. So if things are slow again, Dave, people are saying, hmm, maybe it's not just the weather. Maybe they've got a problem with their merchandise, with their product line. You know, young shoppers are fickle. Not a good day for Urban Outfit. Speaking of problems, Tesla Motors may have a problem. U.S. regulators are looking into a possible suspension issue with the electric car maker's Model S sedan. And the auto blog Daily Kanban said uh, a Tesla customer had to sign a non-disclosure agreement before a defective suspension part was fixed. Now, Tesla said in a statement that its suspensions have no safety defects and that the blog's story was preposterous. But I should point out, uh, Edward Niedermeyer, who uh, works for the Daily Kanban, also a columnist at Bloomberg View. So, uh, you know, we, we, we take that into account and we see that uh, Tesla Motors shares down 4.6% today. 
Well, another company that's down, and again, since uh, 455 companies just closed lower, it's easy to find the losers today. But H&R Block stands out, up 12.5% at the close to $24 and change. And the stock is spiking today because yesterday uh, the company reported that it, it's very solid results for their fourth quarter. In fact, revenue was $2.3 billion, higher than the analyst estimates of $2.28. Uh, their earnings per share, $3.16, and that surpassed analyst expectations by one cent. One more thing, though, that investors really like today. The board approved a 10% increase in H&R Block's quarterly dividend to $0.22 cents per share. It's going to be payable on July 1st to shareholders as of June 20th. Got to mention Myland because it wasn't a great day for drug stocks, and, and Myland's sort of front and center. Uh, Wells Fargo coming out with a report that said the drug maker may be the next company under fire from lawmakers and patient groups for price increases. Uh, cited uh, three drugs where the company had increased prices this year more than fivefold. Uh, now, Milan called the analysis self-serving and misleading to investors in a statement. It is noteworthy, though, that Milan's one of five companies that U.S. senators asked this week to explain higher prices for the anti-opioid drug naloxone. So you put that all together, Milan down 2.7%, other drug makers down as well, Allergan down 2.6%, Malacrat down 4.4%, and Endo International with an 8.4% loss on the day. Well, I know something I just want to mention quickly, Dave, and that's Walgreens and uh, Rite Aid, because you've been noting that uh, there are reports out that the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, will approve Walgreens' $17 billion acquisition of Rite Aid, which would be a combination of the number one and number three drugstore chains. Those stocks both up pretty sharply today. Quickly look at the, uh, the uh, volatility. Volatility Index Report now and is brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. The VIX closing up, uh, boy, oh boy, more than 10%, uh, 2.3 points to 16.97. It's on track for its largest weekly advance since January, up about 20%. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for a price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave! Who? Dave! Hey, Mr. Wilson! Bluebird Bio. Indeed. They're working on incredibly cool things that matter. That's what uh, an employee says in a quote on, on the company's website. Those cool things revolve around treatments for severe genetic diseases and rare illnesses. Now, Bluebird Bio went public three years ago this month. Its ticker is blue, like the color. Bluebird Bio started out at $17 a share. Price jumped as high as one ninety-seven thirty-five last year after study data showed an experimental treatment for blood disorders let some patients go without transfusions. Thing is, though, Bloomberg Bio isn't the only company with this kind of therapy. Another one is Global Blood Therapeutics, which put out study data today. The results showed its medicine increased the amount of hemoglobin in sickle cell patients' blood after 90 days. And Janney Capital wrote in a report that the onus is now on Bluebird Bio to move along in developing its drug. Firm cut its 12-month price estimate on the stock by 22% to $71 now. Bluebird Bio falling 8.5%, closing at 41.59. Remember, that's almost 80% below its high from just last year. Yikes. Well, that's what you call a mover and a shaker. 
That's what you call a decliner. Absolutely. Global Bud, by the way, up 9% on its study data. Well, there you go. That's the study data I'd like to have. Dave Wilson, thanks so much. This is Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Anshin Block & Anshin, named the best accounting firm in North America for the sixth year in a row by Hedgeweek.com. This is Bloomberg Radio.